0: Five, four,
1: three, two, one. Dexter Stuckey presents. Industry Friends. Friends. Welcome to a brand new edition of Industry Friends. I'm your host, Dexter Stuckey. Super excited to be here today. So, look, I'm going to be a broken record with this, and I'm going to say it over and over and over again that this is my best season because I am interviewing people that I've always wanted to talk to since I started the show and didn't get a chance to do it for whatever reason. But now I'm interviewing these people and they've progressed so much since I started the show. So I'm super excited to interview them. I have again, another person that I was dying to interview. My friend, Mrs. Tasha Hosang. Tasha, welcome to the show.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Dexter. What an intro.
1: My God. I do try. I
0: do try. That was amazing.
1: (laughs) So Tasha is a digital and sales expert. She thrives in the media atmosphere and she's been doing some other things that we're going to get into in just a second. But I start every show off with a personal story. And guys, I apologize in advance because this personal story is going to be a little longer than than they usually are because it's three different ones. But I just want you guys to know, really connect with the personality that I'm talking to. Not just the person, not just the woman, but the personality. So my first story, right, my first uh, connection with her. So we both worked together at iHeartMedia. That's when we first met each other. And like when I started, I was like, like I came from news talk radio. So I was like super poised and like always like professional. Like, you know how you sit in the classroom with your hands like, Folded or whatever. That's how it was when I first started work. And like, and I just felt uncomfortable, like mixing it up and like being vocal and stuff like that. And I'll never forget it was November. And they sent out this email and they were like, you know, we're going to have a company-wide potluck. And I was like, okay. And it's funny too, because like, you know how, when you think about company potlucks, you're always like, Ooh, I don't know about that. This one was kind of, yeah, this one was (laughs) kind of cool because they'll say, it's a company wide potluck and we'll write down who brings what so you do with that information with what you want which right. means some if they people
0: have cats, we're going to throw them in the trash
1: yeah, right. you can walk the other way right. <laughs> so when the email went out and they were like what is everybody bringing Tasha sent out this is to the whole like our whole chat like charter like everybody in the Philadelphia she's like um the menu should be beans greens tomato you remember that right <laughs> So, and and I swear when I saw that, like, I just started laughing out loud at my desk. And it was like the first time that I laughed in that <laughs> building because I just felt like some people were getting away with certain things. I'm like, oh, this is a little iffy. I wouldn't do that. Other people seem to be a little bit more straight laced, but like more relaxed. And I'm just like, no, I can't relax. I'm at work. And when you sent that, I swear, I lied to you not. Like, I just felt so relaxed instantly. And then after that, I mean.
0: <laughs> it was a wrap. It was a wrap. It was a wrap. I mean, maybe my problem is that I just do. Right. And I don't think like, how is everyone going to look at me after this? I'm like, listen, this is Tasha. Take it or leave it. I have always been that way. Um, But then after I said it and then like I'm thinking maybe some people didn't even get it. Right. Because like maybe millennials would and like those who. But
1: whatever. (laughs) I love it. It it connect. It really did something for me. And then the second story is after I got engaged. Right. So I got engaged in Orlando. Tasha lives in Miami. And at this time she had left, left the company. So we hadn't seen each other in person since like 2016 or something. It was a, it was a very long time from the time you left to 2019. And like, we would connect with each other. We talk all the time on a group text and everything like that, but like, you know, like, it's not the same as seeing somebody every day. And I remember telling the group that I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to Orlando to do it. And Tasha's like, I'm going to come and hang out with you guys. And like, I'm like, oh, that's cool. But I didn't really think that it was going to happen just because I mean, like, why, you know what I mean? And when you came, it was just like, it it literally felt like that same day reading that email all over again. And like, I really feel like you and your husband spent more on like shots and drinks and stuff that night then I spent like on my wedding on engagement <laughs> ring. <laughs> you guys, like, I mean, like you guys were like the best ambassadors. Like it, it was so crazy that I remember us all drunk sitting yeah. down like at a table looking up flights to see how long, what we could do to extend the trip because like <laughs> you guys showed us that much of a good time. And it was, it was great. Like I really loved it and I really appreciated you guys for that. And then my final one, this is one that I've never told anybody either. And definitely not you either.
0: Uh-uh.
1: So the final one is like, I got married um, in Mexico or Dexico.
0: Mexico.
1: <laughs> and um, it was the, the, the last day of, of arrivals. Right. And that day was like really difficult for me because in a good way, but it was like literally all my close friends, my entire family, everybody was there. And I remember going up to the front desk and walking my parents like, over to their room, and I remember, oh, it's going to happen, yeah, <laughs> oh, I remember getting, like, emotional, because I'm, like, all these people are here for us, like, my parents, my friends, like, this is such a big deal to me, and I remember I didn't want anybody to see me, like, cry or anything like that, so I'm walking up towards the the front desk which and I knew you were going to be there and I'm like get it together get it together and I get it together before I get there and I lied to you not like all the emotions that I felt like really like they didn't go away but they just felt so like it just felt so good actually when I saw you honestly and the main reason behind it is because you have this type of energy that like you bring the best out of whoever you're around and like I literally when you got there and I saw you I'm like you're like, you were one of the last two people to arrive. And I'm like, this is it. Like, I'm ready now. Like, I'm excited. I'm ready. Like, I got the emotions out. Like, I shook it out. I'm super super. I mean, there are people there who had just had kids. Your situation was even kind of crazy because you had, you had prior experiences and um, commitments going on, and you still made it. And I'm just. Such
0: a crazy time. Yeah. Yeah. So- Oh, and I was getting some shade from like the aunties. (laughs) You came to this wedding by yourself.
1: (laughs) You traveled to Mexico by yourself. Like, truthfully. That was crazy. I would have done it. I was like, no.
0: (laughs) So, so for those listening and I'll keep it short because I know you got some questions to go through, but yeah, long story short, um, my husband, we had planned to go to someone else's wedding and. I don't know how we just double booked it. We didn't realize they were both on the same day. Um, A very dear friend of my husband. So he couldn't not go to his. Like at one point we're like, let's just flip a coin. Cause I'm like, I'm not missing Dexaco. Like, what are we doing? And Yeah. And at the last minute he's like, okay, well, let's just I'll go to mine, you'll go to yours. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, because, you know, I just needed him to say yes once. Cause I was listen, you get one eye, are you sure out of me? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's okay. And i was booking a flight and yeah.
1: That, to me, like that just means a lot to me. And then the crazy part about it, Tasha, like when I did a wedding registry, I really did it for people who weren't gonna come. You were the first person to send a gift on the wedding registry. I'm like, well, she might not be able to make it obviously cause she's sending the gift. And like, when you told me you were coming, I was just like, are you sure? Like, And you're like, yeah, I'm coming this <laughs> and this, that. That just, it just means everything to me. And it really does mean a lot. And like your friendship is like, it's everything to me, it really is.
0: I, I I truly, truly adore you, Dexter. Like, everyone knows that. Um, yeah. So the, the the feeling is mutual, for sure. We
1: have, and we have a group chat, and it's about, what, it's five of us in there? And I'm yeah. honestly, like, I'm not even just saying this. You're my favorite person in the group chat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can we just take that sound bite out and just post it? They are. <laughs>
1: With that being said, let's jump into it. Like, again, like I said, Tasha is a media expert. She excels in sales and digital. You were one of the top salespeople in the Philadelphia market. You moved to Miami, became one of the top salespeople there. And then you decided to jump into the digital space. What made you do that? And was that a hard transition?
0: No, listen, I, you know, and listen, no shade to my radio people. You guys are still awesome. Um, I was, I'm following like the, the, the wave, you know, I feel like first it was like newspaper and then it was like, you know, TV and then it was radio or whatever. And just digital is where to go. Yeah. You know, And what's funny enough, is like prior to the pandemic even happening, I was already like, OK, I'm going to get my master's in digital because I saw that that was the wave of the future. Um, you know, iHeart was starting to dabble in it, yes. but I'm like, no, I want full throttle. I want SEO, pay-per-click. Like, I want to really understand yeah. how this works. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't a hard transition at all um, because I came in fully, like, open to understand this, this space
1: for sure. And and that was maybe like three years ago and look how much it it has expanded since you even got into at one point, like you, I guess you weren't seeing what you wanted in the market space and you created your own digital company.
0: Right. Right. So again, during the pandemic, um, yeah, I just, I wanted to really show people essentially everything I learned when I got my master's, I feel like when the pandemic hit, a lot of people got pushed into the digital space that wasn't even prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Most of them never even been on like a Zoom or a Microsoft Teams sure. call. Um, and so regardless of what budget, like it, 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 it really came from a loving space, right? Yeah. Dream, digital rules, everything around me was birthed from a loving space. And it was really just to teach them you know, no matter what budget that they have. And if you want to be found online, your products or your service, here's how you get out there. So whether we focused on social media or focused on, you know, um, you know, display advertising or SEO, pay-per-click, just really for them to understand, you know, if you're going to do an email marketing campaign, how to get people's attention. Um, So yeah, it was, it was, there definitely was a demand for it. Uh, And I feel like because of my personality, I was like the spoonful of sugar to help the medicine go down, right? Like <laughs> <liked> easily, <laughs> easily digestible and people really underst- understood it, you know, yeah. so that was, that was fun, yeah.
1: And, and also like with your background, you did mention that you obtained your master's degree. I just think it's important to put out that you didn't get your master's degree directly after undergrad. You got your master's, master's degree as a mom with three children.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Was oh, that that was, yeah that was wild because um so when I put my mind to something I kind of get like obsessive over it right like mm-hmm. to succeed at it and my husband would tell you it was several nights where I was up four o'clock in the morning five o'clock in the morning because I still had to go to work the next day um and it was already part of this like accelerated program and I was like I don't have that much time like I want to get it now because I knew what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. um several nights he has pictures of me like falling asleep at the computer you know um but yeah I got it done I got it done and I was that that I truly proud of myself like you guys don't even know I um Because I knew it was something that, again, that I wanted. And I knew the vision of where I wanted to take my career. Um, So, yeah, that was a huge accomplishment.
1: And then you started working for um, a digital company.
0: Right, right.
1: And how, how was that experience moving from doing it by yourself to working for a company that does it full time and working with other people that do it?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's the... I'm a people person, regardless, however you cut it and slice it up. So people invest in me. That's how it was when I was in the radio space. Um, they invest in me and then it's like, oh, well, what do you have to offer? But I'm rocking with you, whatever you got. You know what I mean? Um, and so that 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 was pretty much the, the same. Um, the conversation shifted a little bit where um, we're in radio, you're selling air, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and sometimes it takes time for, you know a campaign to start, for people to start seeing the benefits of, of a radio campaign. With digital, it's immediate, it's tangible. You can see how many people are clicking on the ads or how many website hits you got, like everything is measurable. Um, and it's easy to, to, to change where it's not like TV where you have to, you know, if you don't like the TV ad you have to go into production and all that takes time. With digital, it's like switch out the ad and everything is just so quick. Um, So I like that part of it. And with the company that I had, it was more of an educational piece where what I'm doing now is more implementation. So you have a company, you want to get found. I'm helping you find out who your correct target audience is, how to get in front of them. It's implementation for sure.
1: Yeah. Now, do you feel like this is a quote that I see people say all the time, like it's literally you're doing the same thing. Essentially, you're working in the digital space, either as an entrepreneur or with a nine to five, like you've done both. Do you feel like when people say like, you know, like working a nine to five kills your no pun intended dream?
0: (laughs) Um, Ah, that's a tough one. So. There are benefits and disadvantages to both, I yeah. think. Um, I think working for someone sometimes gives a false sense of security. Um, and I'm only saying that now because I've seen people get let go that I thought would never, right, Um, in in the last couple years. but And then I've also seen people who are entrepreneurs who have no free time or they're, like, they're budgeting and they are putting blood, sweat, and tears into their dream. And, you know, and I'm not knocking it at all, um, you know, but there's, like, years that go by where they are, like, on a strict budget because they want, you know, and then it's – so I I don't know if I have an answer to that, like, which one is better or which one –
1: I, I don't know. <laughs> no, it was just, I always see that quote, and I always wonder like a lot of people who say it are people who are not in that space. People who say that are people who either are full time entrepreneurs or full time nine to five employees. But I, know, I I don't know many people who have done both, and you right. have. And, that's, and and I do think it's probably a confusing thing to be a part of because if you've done both, you could see the benefits of both of them, which, I'm, yeah. which I see that you do. So that's understandable. Right.
0: And I still have clients that I work with as well. So I'm still kind of straddling the fence. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that that's a hard one. I mean, I, I try not to be judgmental on people's decisions ever right? Like if if there was one person in the world that you, any of y'all, you did some crazy stuff and you don't want to be judged by it. (laughs) I am the person to
1: call. I I could agree with that. Yes, I could agree with that. (laughs) You are definitely the (laughs) go-to.
0: We'll talk about it, we'll laugh about it, and I'll just be like, wow. (laughs)
1: Like she makes you feel better about everything like she's (laughs) really good at it and it's weird too because like you have a sensitive side to you as well that I don't think a lot of people see like I don't think a lot of people know that like you're like very sensitive yeah but fun too at the same time like you like you literally are like that strong friend like when people be like check on your strong friend like they're talking about you
0: (laughs) uh thanks (laughs) yeah I
1: mean check on your funny friend that's you too
0: Check on your YOLO friend. That's you. <laughs> That's you.
1: <laughs> they really need it. <laughs> um, n- now, as far as like when you were coming up and you were in undergrad, what was your major? What did you major in?
0: Oh my goodness. I went into college thinking I was going to be an educate, like, like an educational major.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, don't even, I don't know why. First of all, I think like I think I was 17 when I went into college. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just turned 17. I was like the youngest in my class. And at such a young age to figure, like, I know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Like, what kind of pressure is this?
1: Isn't that crazy, though, that like there are certain decisions that you have to make at a very young age. And I think 17, 18 is very young. You have to make big decisions about the rest of your life. You have to decide pretty much during that time period that you're going to be a doctor. Like you have to make that decision right then and right there, which is that kind is of crazy when you think about it.
0: Crazy. And not to mention, I was like in high school. I mean, I still got very good grades, but we like they gave us time to do internships. But I'm like, OK, I'm going to do the easiest one so I can go home early. And like, <laughs> I wasn't taking Your like old. Right.
1: right.
0: I'm like, what can I do to go home and like watch TV? I'm not thinking. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, so. And it played out that way because I was like, "Oh, I'm going to be an English major. Then I'm going to be like a psychology major, and then I'm going to, you know."
1: And I can see you doing all of it too. I really, uh, yeah. <laughs> ended,
0: I ended up getting into like marketing, you know, communications, <laughs> marketing, um, with a concentration in PR. And I mean, truth be told, I think how I got into it. it was like a guy I was dating that was his major and I was like oh I'll check it out and then I went into like I had took up like a mass media course and I was like oh this is it like, like you, it just felt
1: like <laughs> you get bit by that like if you're into it you get bit by that mass communications bug like it doesn't go away like it's right. it's, it's, it's amazing and then like with you okay. you got into like sales with it and like the digital space with it so like it's, it's definitely worked out in your favor I would yeah. say If you had to give a person some advice on getting into this space, like what would you tell them? The digital space, the sales space, the marketing advertising space?
0: So I do find, even though every business could benefit from digital marketing, um, I find that the type of client that I called on in the radio space is a little bit different than The clients that I speak to now Mm -hmm. um, because digital is so quick like I mentioned I find success in speaking to people who like where I can get in touch with the decision maker faster they're making quick decisions so like home improvement spaces right like roofers or contractors or whatever it is you know they pick up the phone the yes or no is easy the turnaround time is quick where in radio I feel like I had the luxury of a little bit of time, you mm-hmm. know, so I can play around a little bit, kind of talk to the lawyers and, and, and those types of clients where digital is so quick. I can like, yeah, it's it's whoever, the, the, the decision maker, whoever I could get to quicker and like talk to them and the turnaround time is fast and here's the success. And, you know, we've only been up for two weeks, but here's what <laughs> I can track for you. And, you know, so yeah. Um, yeah. Now,
1: this is a, this question is is gonna, it's not probably interesting to everybody, but people who are really in this space and looking forward to it, like I think this will really help them out. When you are prospecting, and prospecting is based prospecting for those who don't know is finding new clients to work with. When you're doing that, what's your method? So
0: with radio, um, you know, I'm I can't even like sleep with my eyes closed. Like every billboard that you pass by, you're writing it down and you, you know. But again, um, I have to be a little bit more strategic to me anyway. I don't know how anyone else does it, but in the digital space. So I am, dang, you're gonna have them calling all my my lead sources. You don't
1: have to say the name, you just, <laughs> you just don't name for no, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> um so yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm looking in specific like home improvement magazines. Um, I am a part of two networking groups actually. And so it, and it's like just a group of maybe like 40 people and we all share leads with each other. Mm-hmm. So if I know I need to get my house painted, I'll put in a group, you know, hey, I'm looking for it. And then they'll put their contacts. And so essentially how they sell it or whatever is that there's 40 people, you know, prospecting for you. Yes. And so whenever someone's looking for like a website design or looking for digital marketing, those 40 people would only send those clients my way, you know, so and vice versa, I have to give them leads as well. Um, so, yeah, just this pretty a lot of referrals. I get a ton of referrals, you know, um, from people who have worked with me in the past, um, which makes sense.
1: Okay, I just really want to ask it because that's something that I'm always curious about. And like I remember working with you and I remember them always saying that like you're a really good prospector specifically for new business, which Mm -hmm. a lot of people who are getting into this industry, they have to know like that's the goal, like they want you to get into it and find new business. And I think that an expert like yourself, it's good.
0: So cold calling, I feel like is where I really, really shy, Mm
1: -hmm. which most people hate
0: people hate it. I love it. I really, I love speaking to someone and I don't know anything about them. You know, all I know is like maybe the type of business that they want to run, but and I tell you, I have maybe 30 seconds to catch their attention. And to me, it's a game. Yeah. And I have I really have fun with it. And I'm not saying I never get hung up on because that's not wait. So true. let's let's
1: do let's do an example. Like if you yeah. call <laughs> let's, like, let's, let's, let's role play. So like if you call me, I'm like, hello.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, hey, you know, Dexter, it's your it's gonna sound so cheesy now because mm-hmm. it's not like real, but you know. I, I don't know. I, I I joke around and I'm like, it sounds like you had a, a, a great time last night. Or I mean, I don't know. It, it just literally it depends on what I, they sound like. And I just I flow. I've
1: heard, I've heard you do it. That's why I said like yeah. I witnessed it. And it, it it is it doesn't really sound cheesy in person. It's really it's like a magical thing because you look at it and it's like. I mean, I would hang up if somebody called me <laughs> and they're like and they're like, oh, were you on your second cup of coffee? And it's like, what? Like, but you do yeah, and, and it works.
0: Nothing to lose. And they listen, and the second, I if you could get them to laugh, you could get them to buy. Yeah. And that's just my goal. Like, how can I, you know, and then of course, once I get them talking, then it's like research. And you know, I did some research and found that 20,000 people in your area looked up whatever, and you're not showing up as an option or whatever. But yeah, it's, I really have fun with it. I really do.
1: <laughs> now, speaking of fun, there's something else that you've been doing. And I rem- i never forget this. I remember when we were talking in the group and you said that there is concerns, your doctor has concerns about your health. And it was, they were, they were thinking that you may be diabetic. Right. And I remember you saying, like, I have to change my lifestyle around my eating habits and I have to get into the gym and stuff like that. And then the next thing I knew, you were performing um, halftime. Yeah. Yeah. What what happened? Like what like what was that situation and how did Zumba come into your life?
0: yeah so i went to the doctors just a routine you know checkup and um yeah so they told me i had type 2 diabetes like my blood pressure was to roof just a hot breath which is crazy because to me i wasn't considered like overweight right or obese i don't know what the proper term is today
1: but it uh, change, you know it changes every day
0: yeah it does <laughs> that's why i'm like i'm throwing them all out there <laughs> um but people could walk around and look skinny or whatever but your inside not that I'm I'm ever skinny but your insides could be trash and that was what was going on with me I had no idea I knew that I would like feel dizzy sometimes just like randomly um and get like a lot of headaches and but nothing that I you know and whatever so I go and they're telling me all this stuff and it was such a like, they're like, listen, if you want to be around for your kids, you're going to have to start exercising and you're going to have to make better choices and start, you know, like eating some more vegetables. And it scared me, like scared me. And um, so I actually thought funny enough that I was going into a yoga class and read the schedule wrong, thought I was at, you know, thought I was going into yoga. And it was like the three people in the front, you know, and I was like, oh, and I'm like carrying a beat. And then so I asked someone next to me, they're like, oh, no, no, this isn't yoga. This is Zumba. And I'm like, Zumba. You
1: reading, you reading a schedule wrong and ending up in a Zumba class is a very Tasha thing to do. Is
0: it, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and me staying. And
1: staying <laughs> in I wasn't even in the back. I'm like, oh, this
0: is Zumba. <laughs> I've never tried it before. And I go right in the That's front. That's you.
1: That makes right. sense. Yes. I'm
0: in the front. <laughs> We're going to do this. We're going to do it full up. <laughs> Um, and I like I am loving the energy of if anything else and the instructor you know um, shout out to Fabi Fabricia is her name Um, she's Brazilian and I could tell that her goal wasn't weight loss per se she was all about like women being like finding their sex appeal and she's very seductive and like I was eating it up. Like, I loved everything about it. At some point she's like turning off the lights and like, you know, she's telling people to smile and loved everything about it. And at the end of class, she said, um, she said, I know that the, the, the dance, you know cause they're doing merengue and salsa and like all this stuff, but also throwing in some other stuff that I like, you know like the Afro beats and, and she's like I promise you just stick with it. And in two weeks you'll learn, you'll know everything. And I thought that was cool because the class was crowded. And for her to come to me and say that, and I was, yeah. I think we're like, there's a there's a there there, right? Like if <laughs> I just stick with it. Yeah. And so I I I just kept coming. I just kept showing up. And then I noticed, like, oh, I'm getting it. I noticed routine and I'm getting and I truly, truly fell in love with it. And then the weight just started like. I didn't even notice it was coming off because again, I didn't do it to lose weight. I just knew I needed to exercise. Yes. And then it's like, my husband's looking at me like, you, you're, you know, you're looking smaller <laughs> and like my yeah, clothes yeah. And everything is starting to fit like a lot looser, but yeah, just to learn like the different dance types and, you know, trying to learn how to do the samba and like the, it, it really truly speaks to my soul i don't even know how else to say it but i absolutely love zumba yeah
1: and you recently you were looking to getting certified with it oh are? i
0: did yep and i recently got certified actually the day that so long story short so you know i get the the lady who Fabby who teaches the class she sends mm-hmm. me a note and she's like hey I have this opportunity. I think it'll be good. You know, like we um, could dance at the Dolphins game and Beto, which is like the founder of Zumba, he's going to be there.
1: The founder of Zumba. Yeah, like big deal, right? It's crazy.
0: It's a crazy big deal. And so I'm thinking, okay, I'm not even certified. I just started like Zumba like an hour ago, right? Like I'm not, I'm new to this. I'm not even, you know, so I'm like, I'm probably gonna be in the back to the left, but it'll be a cool experience. So we go there and he sees me and he's like, I love your look.
1: This Is the, whole, hair, like, yeah. the hair. Yeah, and yeah.
0: he has such a strong accent and like, you know, this Colombian accent. And I I, lo- I just love this and you keep this, you keep this look for tomorrow and you know. And so we're practicing and he divides everyone into lines. And so in his line, it's like him, <laughs> But then there's one other girl and then there's me, This is of practice. To me, I'm like, I'm third. That is amazing. I've made it. I've arrived. And then I noticed when, (laughs) I hope she doesn't hear this interview. The girl in front of me, every time she dances, she travels. It's weird. Like she's supposed to be right here. And then by step four, she's down aisle seven somewhere in the supermarket. (laughs) We're supposed to be in aisle two. So I said, oh. The second she slides out of the frame, I'm sliding up and I'm taking her spot. There we we're going to be on TV. What's she going to do, fight me? Like
1: That's why me and you bond so well together. This is, oh, yeah. <laughs> we were probably meant to be twins and got rid of the other person.
0: <laughs> so in my mind, yeah, I'm like, this is all planned out. The second she moves over, I'm getting in her spot and there's going to be nowhere for her to go. Sorry, you missed out. Like in my mind, that's how this is going to play out. But so the day of, I don't see her, and so I'm like, oh, they're probably gonna put someone else there, and like everything. And Beato's like, no, like he points to me and say, I want you right behind me. I'm like, and, right and she
1: was still, she was still in the supermarket.
0: <laughs> I, she like, yeah, she was, she was looking at bread, and we like right. <laughs> And so he asked, you know, he tells me that for me to stay right there. And it was so amazing. And so literally like all the TV footage, I am right there behind him mm-hmm. and I am throwing all kind of black girl magic all up on this salsa and all of this. And I'm dipping my head and throwing, you know, I got to throw some, some tasha, some of that tang on there, some seasoning on there. And um, yeah, greatest experience ever at the end of all of it. And like the. I think I even did like a, I went live afterwards and I'm like, you can see the adrenaline. And I'm like, mm-hmm. guys, y'all don't even understand what I just did. And like, um, and so after all that and all the dust settles and, you know, I see Beethoven afterwards and he goes, I want you to get certified. And I was like, like in my mind, like for real like, and the fact that he's in front of me I'm not thinking he's even seeing what I'm doing behind right, him yeah. you know, cause he's not looking at the footage. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I, I went to Orlando again, you know, I think it's about, yeah, about three hours away from my house, um, just to certify with him, spent the day and just learning different types of dance and the techniques, because I see them doing it, but I don't know if they, my techniques are on point, Right. Um, and yeah, so now I'm, I'm certified to teach now. I mean, I don't have a class. I'm still- Not alone.
1: yet. You don't have a class yet.
0: Not yet, yeah. So I have to come up with, a, I think it's like 17 songs that I have to come up with my own choreo. I have literally only two so far, but it's fire, the two I have. <laughs> and,
1: every, and everything else is going to fall. Like with you, I feel like things always fall in place. And that's one of the things that like I love about you and I love being around you because of that. Because it makes me know that, whatever I'm dealing with, things are going to fall in place for me. Like I have that energy and I, I mean, I get that a lot of that from you too. Uh,
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So
1: this part of the show, I always ask what's next. I'm really curious as to like what you have for this because you always have so many things going on.
0: So much going on. I mean, honestly, I really, I would love to have my own Zumba class Okay. In terms of the digital space, I will see. I just I feel like I'm so busy and I have to turn people down a lot who want me to just solely work oh, on their must be
1: nice <laughs> <laughs> turning down clients. Right.
0: <laughs> So it's, it's easier when it goes through the company because mm-hmm. I have like a fulfillment team and I have like a whole team of people who support what I'm trying to get accomplished. Um, but when it's by myself, it, it is me just you doing are it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I am the team, right? Related. And um, so I would like to get back into that eventually. I, I want easy right yeah. now. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting up there now, you know, in age where I'm just like, I don't know. I, I, I just want fun and easy. And, um, I mean, I don't mind putting in work. Let me not say that.
1: I I get exactly what you're saying though. That's really similar to me right now. And it's weird because like, even with this show, like I I wasn't doing it for a while because I needed like a break. I mean, I do five podcasts, like it's getting ridiculous and But at the same time, though, it's, like, to make things easier for myself, like, I really started to, like, hire people to do things for me and help me do stuff. And, like, honestly, like, I'm more productive when things are easier for me.
0: So true. It's so true. Um, Yeah. And I'm of that age, too, where I'm like, you know what? It's, I'll make the investment to have a peace of mind. Yes.
1: Yes. Plus, there are some people that are better at certain things than I am, and I'm very good with admitting that and knowing that. I have a lot. I have a lot of industry friends who are good in different industries. There you go. There you go. Uh, And then to close out, um, if you had to pick a puzzle piece, and a puzzle piece is like a quote, a mantra, a saying, or something like that that just really sticks out to you, what would it be?
0: All right. So I um I talk about this book all the time. It's terrible. Well, it's amazing, but I know people are like move on. (laughs) Um, Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Every time you're given a choice between disappointing someone else and disappointing yourself, your duty is to disappoint that someone else. Your job throughout your entire life is to disappoint as many people as it takes to avoid disappointing yourself. And to me, it really spoke to me and who I am.
1: uh, It does. And a lot
0: of people, I shock a lot of people. Did she just say that? Did she just do that? Ultimately, that is the reason why I feel like people love who I am is because I love who I am. Right. (laughs) And again, we started this, this podcast off with me saying, here's Tasha, take it or leave it. And it's just the motto that I live by.
1: I always saw similarities between the two of us. Like, I just feel like You're like a little bit more vocal than I am. But like, I feel like there's so many things that like, like, I really am, I really do just say what I want to say. And I like, and I, and I stand on it too. And I think that's one thing that like the two of us we have in common is that like, if we believe in something or if we think something, if we say something, we're going to say it. And if even if we don't say it and it comes up in conversation or in context, like we're not backing down from it. And I think a right. lot of that has less to do with like ego and cockiness and more to do with not wanting to lay down at night and be upset with yourself. Cause I just like I refuse to do that. <laughs> like right. that I can't do.
0: A thousand percent. It's not an ego thing. It's just like, yeah, I. I... But well, I also like you know we would have to loop in my therapist and she'll tell you about childhood issues and why I feel like I, <laughs> <laughs> I always have to speak with so much. But
1: uh, <laughs> I mean, I will say my ther- my new thing that my therapist has taught me is that you don't always have to partake in every picnic you're invited to, and that's something that I've been trying to work on. Like now, when I speak on things, I speak on things that I think are important. So, like. I'll just remove myself from conversations that I don't wanna engage in.
0: Oh yes, yeah. that is key too. I've done that so many times and people like try to push me cause they're like, I know Tasha has a strong, yeah. you know, yeah. perspective yeah. on this. And then I just like, yeah.
1: And you know, and you know what that is? It's disappointing those people. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, Tasha, where can people find you? Like if they want to book you for a digital situation, if they want to f- just follow your Zoom on social media, like where, where can if
0: they want to go to Dexico with me so I don't have to go alone? <laughs>
1: <laughs> or that? <then.
0: laughs> um, yeah, so, so Tasha underscore Hosang. So T A S H A underscore that little minus sign, but low down at the bottom. Uh, hosang, H O S A N G on all digital handles it has been a pleasure thank you so much Dexter
1: thank you so much for agreeing to do this I really appreciate it ladies and gentlemen this has been another edition of industry friends with my guest Tasha Hosang Tasha again thank you like I'm gonna keep saying it but thank you this was amazing I really really appreciated it
0: Thank you, Dexter. We'll chat in the group in the group chat later. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> hey, guys! Industry Friends is now on Instagram at Industry Friends. So after you rate the show, subscribe to the show, repost the show, review the show, and tell your friends about it. Follow us on Instagram at Industry Friends. Industry, Industry Friends. friends. friends.